Welcome to the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm your host, Israel Smith, and I'm here to share conversations with you about what it means to illuminate our own lives, to be comfortable in our vulnerability, to truly love and value ourselves, and then to be able to use that to light up our own life and shine that light with the people we love and care about the most. This is going to be messy, it's going to be vulnerable, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome, let's get started. What's up? Hello, welcome, dear listener. It is time for another episode of the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm your host, Israel Smith. Oh, emotional resilience, well-being coach, nice guy, ideas man, former photographer. These are all things that I've done in my life. But who am I really? I'm the guy who's here to share what little I know about living an illuminating life bringing our best self to the table for us, for our loved ones, for our colleagues, and for the planet. So I'm here to help you be the best version of you. And thank you for joining me on this podcast where we can discuss exactly that. So rambling introductions aside, what are we going to talk about today? Today we are talking about the power of beginnings. Obviously, Beginnings are really important. Beginnings are where things start. I don't need to kind of go into bleeding obvious territory here, but what I want to just share is it's when we start that we have this beautiful, unique opportunity to move the world, to move ourselves and to create. How often in your life have you second-guessed yourself? Have you hesitated? Have you pulled back? Have you procrastinated? Have you waited? Reminds me of that amazing Dr. Zeus book, Oh, The Places You'll Go, where he talks about people are in the waiting place, waiting for the car to go and the bus to come and the phone to ring and the train to go and the this to that and that to happen and everything else. When we begin, amazing things happen. So what does it take? What does it take to begin something? Not much, as it turns out. What it takes is really a commitment and maybe a bit of a leap of faith and taking the first step. There's a reason Nike have kind of made a fortune out of their just do it slogan, because that's where action happens. That's where stuff changes and shifts and moves forward. Beginnings encapsulate that power so, so beautifully. And I wanted to reflect on a couple of times in my life where the beginning has made all of the difference. Starting this podcast is a great and very pertinent example. I've been talking about doing a podcast prior to when I launched this in February 2021. Dead said I'd been talking about it for over a year at least probably several years. I thought about it, toyed with it when my wife and I traveled Australia between 2015 and 2017. At no stage in that time did I actually begin it. Did I start? But once I started in February, things just flowed. Once I committed and took the leap of faith to just make it happen, it has brought such joy to my life to have this beautiful platform to share my 
ideas on the world and my insights that I've gleaned over my 43 years on the planet. But it's also brought a lot of assistance and help and support and solace to other people who have listened. I've received beautiful messages privately and uh, publicly from people sharing how much this has impacted their life. So be high to you if you're a returning listener. Uh, but the power of beginnings is that until we begin something, none of that stuff is possible. None of that stuff actually has a chance of coming into the world. So I want to frame this with a negative, which is not something I normally do, but I think it's really powerful in this case. What are you putting off? What are you putting off? What are you procrastinating about in your life? What is something that you have been meaning to start or meaning to do or wanting to begin, but so far haven't? Now, the next question, what's causing you to put that off? What's causing you to wait or to stop dead in your tracks? Now, I'm going to put forward a couple of theories because I've lived through all of these in very close quarters for many, many years. In my experience, where I have been talking about something for a long time and not done it or procrastinated or put something off, it usually comes down to fear. Fear of failing, fear of being judged, fear of not measuring up to my ridiculously high standards that I have held in the past, fear of not getting it perfect. Mostly it's just all fear-based. Sometimes there's been a few little pieces I have needed, like, you know, how do I start a podcast? Well, you need a microphone, you need something to record into, you need somewhere to put the podcast episodes so that they can be shared onto all of the various podcast platforms. But that's a fairly small piece. Really what was waiting for me was, or what was stopping me, I should say, was the wanting to get it absolutely perfect, wanting to have every single little thing nutted out before I started. But there's a couple of really key points. When we start, like at that kind of genesis point, that point where we create something or where we take a new action, we have this amazing ability to reshape the universe in alignment with our vision. You may have been hiking or bushwalking or going for a walk somewhere. Have you ever noticed, particularly when you're in the woods or, you know, on a bit of a winding path somewhere, that each step that you take forward changes the view? You can see more clearly what's coming up around the bend as you approach the bend. It's the same when you're driving. You can't see all the way around the corner. <laughs> you kind of need to travel the corner to see what's around the corner. When we start something, it gives us a clearer picture with each step forward. So a lot of these fears that we fall into about judgment, what are people going to say about it? Is it going to measure up? Is it going to be applauded? Is it going to be shot down? You know, all these things are often just our brain trying to predict the future 
living out in the future rather than in the present moment and being unable to. But when you're in that moment, putting everything off, when you're in that moment of hesitation, there's no way you're going to know how something turns out. So it's only by starting, by beginning and moving things forward. Now, another good example of this is when my wife and I began the preparation for our trip around Australia, when we actually decided to go, when we committed to it. I'd been at this conference in the United States in a beautiful little town called Fargo in North Dakota at a creative conference. And I met this man over there who had done incredible things with his life after recovering from acute kidney failure. He had left home with a bag of clothes, $10 and a laptop. A big hi to Greg Hartle, wherever you are in the world, my friend. And he traveled every single state of America, all 50 states, turned his $10 into, I don't know, multiple millions last I heard, and helped hundreds of people with their businesses, started several businesses of his own, literally just had the best time traveling, exploring, being an entrepreneur. So anyway, he said to me, so what are you waiting for? When are you going to start this trip around Australia? And I had no good answer as to what I was waiting for. In that moment, someone who had overcome all the challenges he had overcome, there was nothing that I could say that held any water as to why I hadn't started this trip around Australia. So I got home, spoke to my wife, and we negotiated backwards and forwards. I wanted to leave in six months. She said two and a half years. We settled on 18 months. But we agreed, 1st of January 2015. Okay, we're in agreement. That is our start date. That decision, that beginning, then led to the creation of the root cause, led to us searching for and designing and fitting out a bus, led to us selling our house. It was the power of that beginning, that commitment, that leap of faith that brought forth so many amazing, amazing experiences for me, for my wife, for our two kids that we will cherish for the rest of our life and completely changed the trajectory of our lives. Up until that point, we'd been living in Sydney. We were about to go down the very, very well-worn path of getting into a profound amount of debt to buy a house, to live in, to keep up with the Joneses. And we actually decided, you know what, let's opt out. Let's do something totally different with our time and with our life. And in that beginning, the power that that creation moment held is profound because the ripple effects are still being felt by me and by my wife and by our kids and by all of the people in that business, in the root cause, customers, audience members, fans, you know, team members, all of this. The power of that beginning was profound. Had we not started, we would still be spinning our wheels in Sydney. We would have not experienced so many of the amazing experiences we have So let's return. What are you putting off? What's causing you to put it off? A different way of thinking about this is what is your gut or what is your deeper sense nudging you to do? Is there something in life that you think, oh, if, 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 if I could do blah, I could, in my experience, I could become a coach. I could travel Australia. I could write a book. I really want to Climb Mount Everest. Who knows, all right? Your mileage may vary here. This is where it's beautiful that everyone's experience, everyone's desires are totally different. But I'm curious, what is your gut or your sense or your your intuition 
telling you to do or asking from you in those quiet moments. You know, when you're sort of contemplating and reflecting and just thinking, oh, that'd be kind of fun. What would it take to put yourself into a position to begin? To simply just begin. To choose something, to commit to it, and to start taking the first step forward. Something I think is really helpful in this experience Maybe to help you work through the fear brain, the amygdala kind of firing, going, oh my God, it's fraught with peril. Have a think about, if you were to start this new thing, what is actually the worst that can happen? My wife and I went through this. We played kind of devil's advocate with each other and with ourselves over this entire trip around Australia thing. What's the worst that can happen? We lose all our money. We end up living in a trailer park somewhere on welfare. Maybe we get sick. Maybe we have to go to hospital. Who knows? But really, the worst wasn't that bad. I mean, God, the world's just gone through a pandemic, still going through a pandemic. A lot of those worst case scenarios have come to pass, even with people not making life-changing decisions like let's travel the country. And I do send my sympathies and my condolences to all of those of you who may have lost people or really struggled with your health in the last period of time. But I suppose to illustrate the point, not a great metaphor I'm realising, to illustrate the point, the worst that could have happened on our trip around Australia didn't happen. The fear that we had in our head never actually came to pass. We nearly went broke twice on that trip around Australia, but both, and we had so many mechanical breakdowns, we had all sorts of weird and wacky crap go on, but we made it through and we found levels of resourcefulness in ourselves. We found support from the most unusual and unlikely places. And that became some of the most incredible life experiences that we treasure. What about what's the best that can happen? Well, kind of what happened with our Australian tour was the best that could happen. We came back with more money than we left. We had two and a half years of fantastic experiences on the road. We met hundreds of incredible people. We made a profound impact on children's health to lots and lots of families. I think we reached over 20 odd thousand people on our tour. Excuse me. And it kind of You know, we had like national TV appearances. It set us up for an amazing business now that we've returned and settled in somewhere to live full time. The best kind of came to pass, but it wasn't... Here's here's the fascinating thing about best case scenarios and worst case scenarios. In our brain, everything is amplified, the good and the bad. So our projections always get amplified. So the worst case scenario, we tended to overstate what is the worst that could possibly happen. And even if bad stuff did happen. How it felt in the moment was never as bad as how we thought it was going to feel beforehand. The same with the best case scenario. When we have a great outcome in our business or in our life, in our head, it's this amazing thing where there's angels playing harps and there's, you know, rainbows and unicorns dancing around the place. But really, the experience of it in the moment is nowhere near as dialed up as we make it out in our head. So we tend to overstate the best and the worst versions of potential futures. 
So that's just sort of something to notice. So the worst case scenario, if you were to begin this thing that you've been putting off for, I don't know, days, months, weeks, years, the best or the worst case scenario is probably unlikely to happen, both of them. You're not going to reach the enormous extreme highs or the enormous extreme lows that our mind will forecast, but you will have amazing life experience. You will get to as Robin Williams says in Dead Poet Society, suck the marrow out of life. You will have had a beautiful and exciting and adventurous step outside your comfort zone by starting something new. This podcast is another great example of that for me. It's held a mirror up to my own life and shown me all of the areas I want to look at. It's Oh gosh, if you had have asked me, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, no one listens to it. I get terrible reviews. I end up getting booed off stage, the virtual stage. It gets shut down. It, it gets censored or banned. I mean, none of that's come to pass. All I've had are beautiful comments. If people don't like it, they stop listening. That's fine. But the people who do like it and who do keep listening, that is you, get something out of it. That's why you keep coming back. It's led to beautiful opportunities in my life for work, for expansion, and for connection. And I would never have experienced that had I not simply begun, simply started. So I'm curious. What are you waiting for? That thing that you are putting off, that you have been procrastinating about or sitting on for forever. When would you like to choose to begin? There's two more things I want to share before we wrap up. The first one is, if you make a choice and it doesn't work out, you can always make a new choice. I started a podcast. If it didn't work out, I could choose to stop the podcast and stop releasing episodes. No harm done. I've tested it. I've tried it. Big deal. Didn't work. Fortunately for me, and I guess hopefully fortunately for you, it has worked. And it's something that we are all enjoying and getting some sort of value from and, and, and positive uplift in our day-to-day experience. But decisions are not permanent. Choices are not permanent. We can choose something and then we can choose something new and we can choose something else new and we can choose something else new. Choices are never permanent. We always have the opportunity to make a new choice. Always. We don't necessarily always like the choices and the options that are in front of us, but we always have the opportunity to make a new one. Part of the beauty of being a human being is that we get to take on new information, make a new choice, make up our mind differently this time around. That's the first thing. The second thing is what I have found to be absolutely true, and this is really coming full circle to the power of beginnings, is this famous quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. Have you ever booked tickets to go on a holiday? It may be in the distant past with our current pandemic scenario, but have you ever done that? Or have you ever committed some money to do a personal development course? Or have you ever, I don't know, booked a visit with some friends, you know, that experience, that act, sorry, not the experience, the act of booking the thing, of making the commitment, of beginning something new. It leads to 
this beautiful conspiring for everything to come together. Have you ever set out to go, you know, I, I really want to live in a particular area. And then almost by magic, a new rental home or a new house to buy or a new stay with Airbnb or something turns up exactly where you want to be and lands right in front of you. Have you ever had an experience like that? I'm really curious. I've had so many, I've lost count. The house that my wife and I are currently living in, we, I suppose, you know, we're kind of getting into the woo territory of manifestation. We kind of manifested, we put it out there that this is where we would like to live. This is the kind of house we would like. You know, dear universe, please may we have this for Christmas. In fact, it was July. So, you know, Christmas in July. But as it turned out, it happened within like a week because we put it out there. We made the decision of what we actually wanted. There's power in beginnings. So I want you to take this episode as the loving kick up the butt to do as the corporate monolith says and just do it. Just begin. Just commence. Just start. Start the thing you've been putting off. Share with me. Tell me what you're about to start. Please, let's make this more of a conversation than a one-way ranty pants from me. I'm really, really curious. What is it you are starting? What are you going to begin? How are you going to bring this power of beginnings into your life? Let me know. You know how to reach me by now, but just in case you don't, links are in the show notes. I can't wait to hear. I hope you begin the thing. Now, as we finish up, I wanted to ask you a really beautiful question that I've learned from a recent book I read. What has been most useful for you about this episode? Before your podcast program flips over into the next episode, hit the pause button and just reflect for a minute. What has been most useful for you about this episode of my podcast? And then perhaps share that with somebody that you care about. Somebody that you think could benefit from what's in this. Now, I'm also going to put in a completely shameless self-promotion here. Maybe something you've been meaning to begin is working with me as your coach. I have some discovery calls available. I have some one-on-one transformation sessions for one hour. And I have a couple of spots available for six-month coming home coaching packages. Whatever size fits you, please, by all means, check out my website, israelsmith.com. The link's in the show notes if you don't know how to spell it. And look me up. What's been most useful for you? What are you going to begin? And perhaps you'd like to join me as your coach. I look forward to hearing from you. As always, I'm going to borrow from Brene Brown. What is it? Stay humble, stay awkward, stay kind. Something like that. I don't know. I just want to leave you with lots of love, lots of gratitude. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Illuminating Lives podcast. It's been a pleasure having you with me and I'm really grateful for your time and attention. If you resonated with this episode, please leave me a great five-star review in your favorite podcast app. And please share these podcast episodes with your friends and family 
with your loved ones, with your significant other, with anyone who you think might benefit from the things that I have to say and share. Make sure you subscribe so that every time I record a new episode, it pops up in your feed. If you're interested in working with me directly or you want to continue this conversation, please hit me up on social media. Most places I'm at Israel P. Smith. Uh, or you can visit my website directly, which is israelsmith.com, and there you can learn about my coaching and other services. Thanks again for joining me on the Eliminating Lives podcast, and I hope you have a great day.